we started uh, two weeks ago a brand new series about Grow. It is actually every year, and the title is How Can I Influence Relationships Positively? I love already the title. And I, I read a, a study about Harvard. They did a story, a research with 7,000 people for more than nine years. And it came out with those conclusions. Are you ready? Those conclusions are very helpful for you guys. Just listen. The conclusion was isolated people have a three times higher chance of dying. Wow, you die anyhow. <laughs> Conclusion number two. People with poor health attitudes in the topic of eating, drinking, and smoking live significantly longer than those who live healthily but are lonely. It's crazy, yeah? This comes into conclusion, it's better to eat ice cream with good friends than broccoli by yourself. <laughs> Forget the broccoli. Broccoli is overrated, you right? <laughs> Broccoli alone, it's not healthy. Come on. Um, another one, they say, uh, with strong relationship disease can be defeated four times more effectively. That means if you have friends in your life, you have a reason to fight, a reason to live. And I think relationship is a very important uh, thing in our life. Or another question is, show me your friends and those will define your future. I think that's why Jesus was very selective when he chose 12 disciples. He prayed a whole night over it, and he knew that 12 people, they will change the world. And I want to start with a graphic because we have a next step culture in our church. Is everyone, have you ever heard about the next step culture in our church? Thank you, two people. Hallelujah, praise God. They're on staff, I think so. But um, the next, next step culture is very important for me in terms of growth. There are five areas. I need those five areas as, for me, like a reflection, like a mirror. For example, it's the faith, relationship, health, resources, and work. And every year I sit down and, and I just ask myself really an honest, deep question. How is my health? Or how are my relationships or my giving and everything? And you see those numbers? This is my own rating. Uh, I gave myself in two areas a 10. That's why I'm a very positive guy. A 10 means 10. For Swiss guy, 10 means a 12. Um, but it doesn't matter what kind of a rating you, you give to yourself. This gives you an idea in which area you have the potential to grow. And I just want to challenge you as a pastor the next couple of days. Just sit down, take your smartphone, a paper or a napkin and just write a circle and ask yourself those false questions and give you a review where you're at at the moment in your life. And this is a potential where you can grow. And now I want to start very practically. Now people ask me, how do you change that in your life? I have four stages in my life. Here is my agenda. From January and February, I need a revelation. A revelation from God in which area I think that God puts his finger on that topic. I need a revelation. Just one revelation is enough for me. I don't need ten. So anyone you want to have 10 revelations? 10 revelations means 10 things to change. God bless you. One is always enough, right? Then from February, I sit down and as I plan those things. Without a plan, you have just a revelation. A revelation is important, but without a plan, you will change nothing. And here's the problem. A lot of people, you get a revelation from God, and then you go on like before. Sit down and create a plan. Then the hashtag Jesus series starts in March. 
And in those 40 days, in that campaign, it's not only a campaign for the church, it's my own campaign. I own that campaign. In 40 days, I pray 40 days and night for a miracle, for a breakthrough. Because even though if I say to God, I want to change it, I need the superpower from God Almighty. I need His help. I need all the angels, all the power from heaven, right? And then comes Easter. It's not only the Easter musical in ICF. Eastern is for me the meaning what was dead in my life, God can raise it to life. And I believe in Eastern Sunday, I will have a breakthrough in that topic, in that area. And then you know what I do the rest of the year? I live liberated from that topic for month and month and month. And then comes January and February and the same thing starts again and again and again. You understand? If you don't have a plan, your life will really change and you stay the same stage like you have started some months ago. This is just my practical advice, like a teaching moment, how I do it in my life. And I think if you do everything, everyone is doing something, you can be changed into the glorious image of Jesus Christ. This is the end of the day, my goal. Now I want to start with Dr. Robison Drecker. Who knows Dr. Robison Drecker? Thank you. Five people. <laughs> now, uh, Dr. Robert is a very close friend of mine, and, and, and I ask him because he's doing a lot of teaching about relationship around the world, around the globe, and uh, he looks almost similar to me. We are different, but we have the same heart. And he will share with you for in three minutes what is important in terms of relationship, and I want to lay a foundation, and then we go in two points tonight, how we can be st have stronger relationship. Here's Dr. Robbie on the screen. Come on, Robbie. Hi, my name is Robbie Sonderegger, and I'm a doctor in clinical psychology, and I just want to talk to you just for a few moments about relationships. Did you know that even before you were born, you were already in relationship with your parent? Your mom had a relationship with you even before she gave birth to you. Research has shown that when a mother puts her hand on her pregnant belly, a baby will often make contact with the mother's hand. There's a connection that's been established. But of course, after you were born, we need to invest in that connection so as to establish healthy attachments. Research has shown if a, if a child doesn't have a healthy attachment, if they haven't received the unconditional love and positive kindness from a parent or a caregiver, well, their brain can't develop properly. It's almost like there's holes in there. So it doesn't develop properly. And so it's important that we get this right because the blueprint that is established in our, in our junior years as children, well, it serves to set up uh, what we do as, as when we're adults in our, in our romantic relationships. So it's so important that we get this right. So mums and dads, if you've got kids now, you'll wanna know what can I do to establish a healthy attachment? And if you're an adult and you haven't had such a good upbringing, what can you do now to establish healthy connections with your loved ones or even your children in the years to come? So here's three quick, simple tips. First is honor. It's a core value. It's who we are. It's not just something I read out of a self-help book, you know, give flowers, pay for the dinner. No, be honoring. Not just wives should honor their husbands or children should honor their parents. No, honor goes up, it goes down. In fact, it goes all the way around, even if people are dishonoring you. Because we don't honor somebody because they're honorable. No, we honor them because we are honorable. This is our core value. This is our identity. So that's number one. 
Number two is go ahead and be generous. Don't just do the basics, go above and beyond. Look, you, you can give somebody a birthday gift, a Christmas gift, a wedding anniversary, you can give a gift. You can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. If you love somebody, you just can't help yourself. You just have to give. So don't just give the basic, go above and beyond, because God so loved the world that he didn't just give the basic, he gave everything. And number three, appreciation. Go ahead and be grateful because people who are grateful attract more good things in their lives to be grateful for. So if you go ahead, stop, ask yourself, what do I love about this person? Well, what am I grateful about this person? Well, you will, you will attract ultimately more good things in that relationship to ultimately be more grateful for. Three simple things. I hope you go well. Come on. Woo. Three simple steps, right? Very simple. Now, I want to do the message a bit different than what I, usually what I do. I just want to lay a foundation because the topic of relationship is such a big and wide topic. And here's the three things from Dr. Ruby. Now I want to ask you two questions with two slides and that you have just a more opportunity right now to think about it. The first slide will be, what is your, what is your wishes in terms of friendship? What is your, 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 your wishes in terms of friendship? And then the second slide will be, just think about all the relationship you have and then think about the stages or the atmosphere you're in. And this will be like maybe two minutes and the three points from Dr. Roby, the two slides, will lay down a foundation to give you two keys how we can have healthy and strong and vibrant relationships in our lives. Just think for a moment, two slides.
a lot of words, a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings. I know when we speak about friendship, relationship, everyone is on different stage. Some relationships are very strong, some relationships are shaky, some relationships are painful maybe. And um, God gave me two words or two thoughts for us as a church and for myself as well. I'm going to start with the first point. Bless your relationships. Start to pray for your friends. Because even Jesus Christ, he picked 12 disciples and those 12 had, they were in different circles. When you think about the disciples, they were an inner circle. There were some people like the unknown, the silent workers, and even a betrayer. And I think in life, it's normal if you're doing church or you're leading a small group or ministry, there is always one Judas. Always. Can I hear an amen? There's always one Judas. If, not, if you don't have a Judas, your heart is not open enough to invite people in your circle. There's always one guy, and that one guy betrays you, and that one guy has a big effect on your heart, and then you say, I will never open my heart again. I will never invest my time and my energy and pray for those people. And the 11 other people in that circle, they say, what, what's going on with you? Why are you not believing in me anymore? There's always different people in your circle. Just think for a moment. But there's a key uh, how Jesus handled the 12 in John 17, verse 9, and this was for me actually a big revelation because Jesus prayed the whole night to pick the 12. But here is a pattern how Jesus handled his relationship. I pray for them, for the 12. I'm not praying for the whole world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. And here is the key number one. If you want to have strong, successful relationships, Start to pray for your friends. That's a very important key. And I, I just thought for myself, yeah, I pray for my wife, I pray for my kids, and I pray for all my desires. But is there a day in your agenda where you pray just specific for every single friend that they will be touched and blessed from God Almighty? It's just a question. And I thought... Let's do this right now because I don't want to just preach and you say, yeah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Can we stand for a moment? And I would love to lead you in a time where, you, where we pray right now for our friends. Everyone has some friends in life. Circle, the unknown, the betrayer, whatever. And I believe in the power of prayer. If the church comes together, if we pray together, God will do some signs and miracles. I want to play a song with you. The song is a victory. It's, I think, Tom, it's a brand new song. Also, not... Not the song is not brand new, but we played that song for the very first time in our church. And that song says, We have victory. When we pray together for your friends, victory will take place. I want to ask you a question. Is your family, is your family doing good? If the answer is yes, praise the Lord. If not, ask right now God for a breakthrough. Ask God right now for a miracle. We have a miracle working God on our side. And I think if you pray right now for miracles, God will answer your prayers. Here is the deal. When we pray, we don't pray in a Swiss culture. We don't pray in an American culture. We pray in a godly culture. 
A godly culture means we lean in. We know who God is and what He's able to do. And let's pray and ask Him loud with excitement, with faith, with belief that only God can speak one word. You're coming home and your family's changed forever. This is the mindset, the atmosphere when we pray. Can we do this right now? The band leads us in the song and then let's lift our voices, our hands and pray for miracles, for breakthroughs, for your friends, for your family, for your neighbors. for those you have given me. I pray for my family, 
I pray for those people, they are my small groups, and for those people, they will come. I want to share you, please remind standing, I want to share you something. My mom, she prayed every single day that one of her children will become, will be a priest one day. And after 21 years, I, be, I was the answer of my mom's prayer. I became a pastor, a preacher, I think because of my mom's prayer. And I prayed every single day, I have two children, two boys. And I prayed every one single day, I want to say to God, God, I want to serve you as my whole family. We want to serve you together. Today, 11 o'clock in the morning when I was preaching here, my wife was preaching in ICF Midland in another church. My youngest son was preaching the 180 to the youth in the church and the oldest one to the kids in the church. Today, I saw the prayer fulfilled that the whole family were preaching somewhere. And I prayed every single day and sometimes we pray and then we don't see a miracle and then we give up because the time it's in God's hand but I will not give up because I be led by visions and not what I see and that's that, that's why right now you are maybe in a situation in your family it's horrible it's a nightmare or even though you don't haven't seen your vision be fulfilled just pray right now Make a statement. Make a statement right now, wherever you are. Pray. Pray to Jesus. Pray for those people that God has entrusted.